town shenanigans number episode number 12 we want to thank uh alicia from the great falls tribune for having that great article um that was it was nice to see we've had a lot of people reach out so that was kind of cool i'm brian yeah you know i got once once it gets out there though then you kind of get exposed like a boxer when he lifts his arm up like that you know it's not always that good you get jabbed a little bit but i thought the article was well written and uh but now people want to know more, and sometimes more is not always better. But yeah, it was good. What did you say? Uh, um, what's the old saying? You said, "More money, more problems." <laughs> <laughs> There's no mo- money involved. All right, we got uh, our, of course, our uh, our favorite guest on, Brian Robinson. Thanks for being with us today, bud. No problem at all. No problem at all. You know, I think I think that uh, one thing that we talked about, and I, and it's kind of a, a nice little addition. I think we're going to even maybe do it a little bit of it today. Um, is we got a lot of these stories out, a lot of people that aren't involved. We may have talked about this on the last episode, but we got a lot of stories or the 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 parties that weren't involved in the story we haven't heard from. So going back and maybe throwing out the uh, maybe a phone call, maybe get them, maybe get a little feed there and get their their take on it i think that's that's going to be classic because there's some people that really don't want to share and they're going to be forced to share because sharing is caring (laughs) and so we're going to get some of these folks out there uh like i'd love to get hot rod in here get his take on that whole story uh, that he had shoveling that car down in the street um so anyway i'm looking forward to it it's starting to evolve a little bit yeah that's always a good thing so i think that uh one of those stories that hasn't been told that uh, we've talked about, and it actually there's some live video footage of this. Um, oh, you got to see it. Oh, my gosh. It's good. It so funny. And, and, I probably and watched I, it I don't 10 think times. Over the years. How long ago was this? Let me just throw it out there. The, the, the search you'd have is cheeseburger harmonica, which those two words don't typically go together. But how long ago was this video taken? That video was taken at the YMCA in Indianapolis in 2007, and uh, James Cooper was a brainchild behind the the idea. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, sir. Let me ask you a question here, Bill. Now, are you still banned from that YMCA? <laughs> I, well, you know what? I didn't. I didn't get banned, but Marty did because he was taking the video, and Randy didn't like it. Yeah. So just to just to give you a little. Uh, background on this or at least the way that i saw it right because i wasn't there but in the way that i understood it is bill wanted to you know when we do things it's all really typically about our either reaction right reaction that, that's yes. what the it's all about the reaction right see what see what kind of what kind of uh, jump we can get on these folks so the 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 setup for this was to get a cheeseburger 
And anyone that has played the harmonica or seen someone play the harmonica hands-free, so this is the first cordless harmonica, is where they wrap it around the head there and they have a little holder that puts it right in the middle there and holds the harmonica. Well, in place of the harmonica, which didn't exist, was a cheeseburger. And Bill was going to go down there, get a workout in with the cheeseburger wedged in the harmonica holder. And the basis behind it was only a 30-minute lunch break. You can't eat and work out you know, back to back. So sometimes you got to do it, uh, do it all at the same time. And Marty Underwood just filmed it. And so it's great footage. Um, great commentary by Marty. I thought that he did a great so job of narrating right through it. And so I think Bill, we talked about this story, but Bill might have a little bit of clip there of Marty giving the explanation. So if, if you haven't seen Cheeseburger Harmonica, um, I gave you a little, the Reader's Digest version of really what happened there. Go on and check it out. But then now we have the take of Marty and uh, and his input. He's a great storyteller as well. Oh, he is. Yeah, it's, it's actually on YouTube. If you just uh, Google on, I mean, you go to YouTube and search Cheeseburger Harmonica. There's actually, um, there's two, we did two, but I think Cheeseburger Harmonica 2 is, is the better one. Um, so, yeah, so what happened was... <laughs> if you want if you want a little backstory so we we actually i kind of coerced and tricked marty into we went to see the black keys on friday and he stopped by the house and i had all the recording stuff set up in my my studio so i <laughs> so i lured him down here i get i had put a guitar in his hand he was strumming that and then i just hit record and started asking him about about it because we haven't talked about it for a while and he so we've got his take we'll fall we'll play that after after this, I'll just give you guys a little snippet of what happened. So, and I think it was 2000, 2008. And um, this thing kind of went viral back then, but um, every once in a while, you know, I don't think about that often, but someone asked me about it the other day and I, we thought it'd be good to, to throw this on our podcast. But James Cooper, one of my closest friends in Montana, he was the brainchild and he said, Bill, you know what, when you go work out this time, uh, this next day, grab your harmonica holder. And he goes, I think it'd be a smart idea if you went and bought a Wendy's triple stacker, put it, in, <laughs> put it into the, the, the harmonica holder, go in there and work out with that and eat while you're working out. Um, and you can just tell if people ask, you can just tell them it's a training video that to see if you actually burn calories faster, if you're eating a cheeseburger while you're actually working out. Before it has a chance to settle in the stomach. See, what they want is they want quick. They want the they want quick movement through the GI tract. So they, what they're saying is that burger hits the belly, and that belly is already a churning, and it just shuffles right on through. And, and then, you know, the neat thing there, Bill. At least you went with a lot of protein. Three burgers. Come on now, working out all that protein. <laughs> well, so so we. Uh, I went. I bought that thing, and I went down into the locker room. And I thought, you know what? I better. It's probably be probably be polite of me and have good etiquette if I um, take a paper towel and squeeze as much grease out of it as I can before Ooh, I yeah, actually. Yeah, I was wondering how you how you shoveled that thing in there without having <laughs> grease everywhere, especially <laughs> Wendy's burgers. So I so I took some uh, I took some paper towels, and I mean, you, you guys would not believe how much grease came off that thing. And uh, so then Marty had to pry it open, and I slid it in there. And we go upstairs. First thing I did is I went to elliptical on the left side. There was there was a gal on elliptical. <laughs> there was a, there was a spot next to her. 
I get on there and she's like laughing, but she's confused. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, what I'm doing is working out and you need to mind your own P's and Q's and get back to your workout. And she's like, uh, she goes, I don't. So, you know, I get on lift home. I move my legs. I got my arms moving. And I thought, oh, shit, you know, I, I better take a bite of this protein. Like you said, Robbie. Yep. Get that in. Get the muscles going. So I took a big bite of it and ate it. And then she said. I don't think you know this, but I'm an, uh, I'm a registered nurse. And she goes, you're going to choke on that fucking thing. And I said, <laughs> I go, you know what? Maybe you just need to get back to your workout and mind your own business. Okay. She and loved so, it. She was laughing so hard. And, and, uh, and the, the great thing was you were looking straight ahead and she was looking right through your ear hole and she was laughing. She couldn't take it all in. And, well, uh, she was right though, because what happened, if you watch closely, just for uh, maybe two or three seconds, I did that it did get lodged in my throat. She was right. And but then I was able to get it down. And um she'd say, I told you so. Then I move over and I did some pull downs. Robbie was always good at those pull downs. And um <laughs> did, what did you think about my form, Robbie? Yeah, you were spot on, I think, at that point. I, I thought you looked Yeah, but it got I, uncomfortable there right at the end when Marty started getting pressured there. And I could tell that you were knew that it was getting some pressure. I thought Marty was cool as cool as a cucumber. Well, what, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> right. Well, the best part was Randy, who worked for the Y, he came up, and he uh, he was a little feminine, and uh, he said, um, "Can you please, could you please stop recording?" Sometimes, when sometimes the la- the ladies at the YMCA don't like to be filmed when you're working out, and he said. It's a training video, Randy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Randy kind of, kind of tried to cut the angle there. He tried to take away your, uh, uh, the angle of the video. Now, how, do, how did the exit go, Bill? That's what I've always wondered about. How did the exit go down? Yeah, after the well, camera shut off, what happened? Okay, well, but so at the end there, and we'll put this, you know, you can either look on YouTube, Cheeseburger Harmonica. But I'll put it on our uh, Burns Boys Small Town Shenanigans so you guys can click there and watch it. But so Randy was asking, and Marty wasn't having it. Marty's like, it's not posted anywhere. Well, then he Randy went and got the manager, and she came up. She's like, you need to shut that thing off now. And uh, she goes, it's posted not to have video cameras in there. And Marty goes, where to post that? And she goes, in the ladies' locker room. And Marty ladies goes, locker room. Marty goes, well, I, I don't go in there. I'm not a perv. I, I, so I don't see any signs and, uh, and Randy goes, well, could you please shut off? And he's like, come on, Randy. It's just a training video. (laughs) (laughs) He liked being Randy. Yeah, that was pretty good. So we'll, uh, so we're, so what we'll do is we'll patch in and I asked Marty about it. So you guys will get to hear him firsthand. That guy's, he is the, one of the funniest dudes I know. We also, we also, um, and I don't know if we'll have time for this episode, but I also recorded him telling the story about during the, we had the Super Bowl here in 2010 and I took my daughter's, um, Hannah Montana microphone. It was purple and I clipped the bottom off and I put a fedora on like back in the fifties and took a piece of cardboard that said press on it. And, <laughs> and we went, we went down to the, uh, we went down to, you know, media day. We had pa- a pass. We get on the field and everything. And I, it's so funny. You would not believe how many people want to be on TV. We Marty had a little uh, hand cam, Sony cam that fit in his hand. 
I had a Hannah Montana microphone that was the the the, the wire was cut off, and I had a hat that said press. And we had about four different people approach us and ask us if they could be on what, what TV station we're with. And we told them they're Cleveland Plain Dealer, which is a newspaper. <laughs> and they and they still wanted to be on as um this gal that was like uh she was in the public relations for White Castle, which is a they make little tiny burgers out here. It's hilarious. But anyways, we'll I don't know if I'll have time for that because we got a couple other stories, but we'll eventually have that on. But you guys are gonna love Marty. So without further ado, drum roll, please. Okay, we've got the one and only, the legendary, hilarious Marty Underwood from the south side of Indianapolis to tell his take on cheeseburger harmonica. Take it away. Okay, so Marty, so let's start from the beginning. What do you remember when we walked in there? What do you remember about how it started out? Well, first thing was is I was all for it, and I thought it would be a good idea, you know, listen to Coop tell it and all that, and... I started getting a little nervous when we got over there because there was a lot of people in the YMCA and you know here you come trucking in there with your workout gear on and your harmonica holder in your mouth and a double cheeseburger in your mouth so and over in the corner sat a guy named Randy who Randy was uh, kind of overseeing the uh, workout area making sure everybody's uh, doing their thing and not uh, causing any trouble and stuff like that so and about that time, you went over and got on the, the elliptical over there and about damn near killed yourself uh, <laughs> on a cheeseburger. So, um, And then at that point, Randy came over and started harassing me quite a bit <laughs> because well, I had the camera in my hand. And, you know, you, you shouldn't really have a camera in a workout paper. Some of them, the ladies get a little nervous when you got a camera in there. It wasn't posted anywhere. Well, I know. Well, that's what I said. I asked the lady, I said, told Randy, I said, well, you know, um, when he realized I wasn't going to quit doing the filming in there because this was a training video and I thought it was important that everybody see this, uh, he realized I wasn't going to give up. He went and got the senior manager, and so she hightailed it up there to the second floor. Yeah, but we but we got some we got some we got some video recording done before that. Oh, we got a lot of it, man. People were having they had a couple. Cute little girls in there having fun looking at, and they were laughing their butts off. They thought it was hilarious. Of course, the the nurse she she about had a heart attack when you started choking on it. She told you you was gonna choke on it, and sure enough, you did. Um, but you just kept on pedaling away, and then uh, worked up a sweat and hopped off of that. And then, of course, you went. Then to I went them, and did some pull downs. Yes, you went and did some pull downs like that, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I was surprised that you were able to eat that whole thing while you was working out, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I remember that little, um, I remember that there was that little gal, she was probably in college. Yeah. And uh, she, uh, I saw her probably two or three years later. So she didn't know who I was, right? Right. She just saw, I saw her that day and then she must have went to college and came back, but then she was working and uh, I recognized her, and she didn't recognize me, but I said, hey, uh, she, and then the cheeseburger harmonica 2 video, you can see, um, you'll see her walk by, and she's like, puts her hand over her mouth, she's laughing, talking to somebody. <laughs> and uh, I saw her, so this is like two years, three years after that, and I said, hey, um, uh, I said, I was in here, and I think I saw you in here a few years ago, 
some guy came in here with like that, like something around his neck, and he had like a, a cheeseburger mm -hmm. in there, and he was eating that way. She worked out, and she goes, Oh my God, yes, I remember that. I was here. I was here when that happened. <laughs> She was cute, but man, she thought that was hilarious. She couldn't stop laughing. You know, she was trying to help somebody else, and she walked by, and she stopped in her tracks and was just laughing her head off. And then, what about the one guy over there uh, that was working out with the dumbbells and everything? Man, he had a funny reaction. He said, "Watch out!" <laughs> <laughs> but old Randy, man, he can't, he wouldn't leave me alone. You know. <laughs> and so, I wasn't trying to be rude to him, but I mean, he kept. I mean, every, me. everybody had their clothes on. They were working yeah, out. Yeah, we're not. We doing... weren't. We weren't. And every, you know. So, but, but I remember the, um, the, uh, the Randy brought the manager over, and she was. She just wasn't having it, and she said, uh, she said, "Sir, you need to turn that off right now," and, um, <laughs> and you said, um, "Well, why? Like, wh where's it?" And she's like, it's posted in here that you cannot have video cameras. And you said, well, where's it at? Do you remember what you told her? Well. Or what she told you? Well, she told me it was in the women's shower. <laughs> <laughs> and I told her, and I said, well, I'm not in the women's shower. I'm, we're doing a training video up here, and I don't see what the big deal is. And, of course, she wasn't having nothing on it. And then Randy... Randy, I started moving a little bit to one one way to the left, and Randy kind of put his arms together like this and stood up in front of me, and I was <laughs> videoing like he was going to block me from going anywhere. Oh, yeah, that's right. But uh, it was quite the experience. Everybody else loved it except Randy and uh, the lady in the video. And, now, but, and I don't even remember the first one that we did really that much. I'd have to go back and look at it because that's, I mean, holy cow, that's 14 years ago. Um, but also I wanted to ask you, um, so that was monumental, I mean, it's uh you know and it, it'll live live there forever my my kids get a kick out of that and every once in a while like one of my coworkers or somebody will <laughs> say that they shared it with somebody but um <laughs> marty and i we've always had fun one thing that we did that was a lot of fun was we had the super bowl here in 2010 and it was great it was when the giants beat the um patriots. tom brady yeah tom brady and the patriots oh yeah and marty has season tickets to the colts games so marty um, he, uh, he had, he said, Hey, do you want to go to media day with me? And I said, Oh man, I said, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> so, uh, my daughter had a Hannah Montana microphone. It was like, it was purple and it had a cord. And so what I did was I just snipped the bottom of it off. So it looked like it was a cordless, a, a cordless yeah, yeah. microphone, wireless microphone. But I think it, I think it still said Hannah Montana on it. And <laughs> it then, <did. laughs> And then, uh, and then I, I, I bought one of those, uh, those hats, like kind like of a fedora, fedora, fedora kind of like from the, um, from the, uh, 50s. like 50s, 60s yeah. that a newspaper guy would have. And it would like, they, they would have cut a little piece of cardboard out and it would say press on it. <laughs> so I did that. Then I printed off the, the NFL logo and I put that on there. So it kind of looked a yeah. little bit legit. Oh, it did. And, um. So I put that on, and then Marty had the same uh, Sony video camera that we were talking about. And we went, <laughs> let me just tell you one thing. People want to be on TV. No matter what, you could be holding a, a, a rock, a long rock in your hand, and tell them that it was a video camera, and they would be like, oh, yes, I want to be on that show. 
Right. Yeah. So the um so we go down there and um the first thing I remember was um we uh we well first we, we met a friend you know we met the friend the the girl with the little teeth. <laughs> no no <laughs> no wait let's back up. The first thing we did was oh Mike and Mike Mike Olick and Mike Greeny right right they were having their ESPN show out in the plaza. It was like, it was early. It was like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. So we went out there and um, and uh, they came out after their show <laughs> and we recorded. And I remember uh, Golik's like, oh my God, press. Oh my God, that's silly. <laughs> and then uh, I told the Greeny, I said, because, you know, he's a Jets fan. I, I told him that, um, I heard that Matt Ryan, I mean, not Matt Ryan, Rex Ryan was going to be coaching him. And so we, we interviewed them for a minute, and then we went, uh, I think the next thing we did was, I went, we went into the stadium, I think. And we, do you remember when we, uh, when we interviewed the, um, the, uh, the, the Indianapolis Colts uh, dentist. Uh, dentist? Oh, yeah, the dentist. Well, this guy was di- dying to be on TV or on the radio or something. Oh, we, we said we were But he the- said we couldn't mention any players' names, you know, while he was talking to us. He was scared to death. Yeah, and I, I and think you know I, what was really weird? His teeth weren't that great himself. <laughs> <laughs> I remember asking him like if Peyton had any like cavities, if Peyton, <laughs> if Peyton Manning had any cavities, and I can't tell you. He was that. like, I can't. Come on, I can't tell you that. But uh, it's funny because we told people that we were from the Cleveland Plain Dealer, which is a newspaper. Yeah. Not a TV station <laughs> or radio. And, and, right? Yeah, and they didn't. They didn't care. They did, they just heard Cleveland playing dealer. They wanted to be on. So right after we talked to the dentist, um, this this gal came up to us. She was you know dressed well. She was a professional, and she's like, um, "Are you guys with the TV station?" And I, we said, "Well, we're with the P- Cleveland Plain Dealer." <laughs> <laughs> And she said, well, um, she said, I'm in uh, marketing for uh, White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And so uh, she wanted us, inter- she asked us to interview her. So we interviewed her and she was ecstatic. And she said, listen, we are having a VIP party oh, yeah. across the street at the Crown Plaza. It's, it's private and we're having the national... The top dogs were coming to town, but it, yeah, but yeah. it was. But remember that the football? international, they were having the national finger football championships going on. It was, and this was something that was recorded, and they would show it during half times of games, right? <laughs> yes. But that was going on, and then their top people at White Castle, but the international people and all that, came was there. So here we are. So exactly. So we. So she's like, will you please come to our party? Like, well, we're pretty busy. You know, we're, we've got a lot of interviews. Yeah. And she's like, well, it's right across the street. So she's like, our VP of operations is going to be there. I would love to roll up the red carpet and have you guys meet him and interview him. And we're like, listen, we're, we're very busy. We're very important. And we don't know if we have time for a VIP party with White Castle. And so if, I don't know if, uh, so the people that don't live in the Midwest, White Castle is these tiny little burgers and they are tasty they will stop your heart in a second and usually they sell them like in a case of 24 or you know you don't just eat one of them so um so we we so we left the stadium for a while 
and we were walking around, <laughs> we were walking around interviewing people on the street, and uh, that was that was fun. There was this one, this one lady that um, she loved loved up by the, <laughs> the Colts. <laughs> she lived up by the Colts uh, training facility, and she said she'd have them over all the time. Anyways, I can't I can't repeat some of the questions <laughs> I asked her. Uh, they were very inappropriate. Um, just uh, we're just gonna leave it at that. Anyhow, so um, she laughed, and then um, she was a little offended. Then she laughed, but then I'm like, "Hey, we were walking by the Crown Plaza, and I said, "Hey, Marty, here's the the Crown. Should we go in there? Do you remember what happened in the Crown? In yeah, the Crown I mean, Plaza when we went in there? I know it. I don't remember exactly what happened, other than I was like, "Oh man, it was like they had the top people from White Castle there, and I'm like, dude, what are we gonna do if they come up and start and they introduce themselves, and then you know, and they start talking to us about their business and everything. Well, <laughs> you being good at, you know, bullshitting with people, you interviewed the vice president. Was it the international? Yeah, the vice president. Pres the president vice president of, of operations. International. Oh, no, of, of the, um, of the, um, oh, when, he wasn't a lobbyist, but he, when you when you go to DC like uh, the like the the regulate the regulation so it'd be the food at the food and drug and the FDA yeah they're talking about how good his hamburgers were right. right so this so this guy he was the he was the VP of operations for White Castle but he he interacted a lot with the FDA right to make sure mm -hmm. that that they're that they met all the standards that got interesting this guy was the biggest bullshit I mean you think I can bullshit this guy was the biggest bullshitter ever. And so he, so the, the girl that we met earlier, she, when we, we walked in, it was like we we're celebrities. She ran up, she's like, oh my God, you made it. You guys made it. Thank you for coming. <laughs> we had to lie to them. And they said, where are you guys from again? A Cleveland Plain dealer. <laughs> and they're all so ecstatic and everything. Hell, they handing out bubble gum to us and all kinds of oh yeah drink. drinks drinks here's, drinks here's a bunch of drinks here's food and it looked like it was lit up with neon it was it was it was it was cool it was like a casino but it was the the international uh world or uh, international championship of finger football you know the little things that used to make in high school yeah. made out of paper and you'd flick it and the other person hold up the the field goal Anyway, so we walked, she's like, oh, can you please come interview our, our VP of operation? I'm like, hey, I said, listen, we're kind of off the clock here. Uh, we don't have my camera. And um, she's like, can you please just, please, for the love of God, just interview him. So I'm you like, pulled out that old so Blackberry. I pulled out that Blackberry. <laughs> and I put it on voice notes and I interviewed him. And I tell you, every once in a while, I go back. Oh, we, I might have to post that that interview on uh, Small Town Shenanigans Facebook page because it is absolutely the most ludicrous and ridiculous but hilarious interview ever. So the guy's trying, you know, he's trying to pump up how great White Castle is, right? And telling us, you know, just how great the burger is for everybody and how make how much it makes you happy. So I started talking about. I said, well, can we talk about insurance like actuary tables? Do you think that these burgers maybe could reduce, you know, your life expectancy? <laughs> and and he said, "Oh, no, 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 no. Actually, it improves it because when you <laughs> eat them, when you eat them, it makes you happy." Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what he said. And the happier you are, the healthier you are. And the longer he, and the longer you and live. The longer you live. That's what he said. And I think about that time they came up with the um 
brought us like 24 uh, White Castle yeah. burgers. <laughs> well, how about the your favorite guy? So we're interviewing a guy. Uh, we go around. We're interviewing ladies. We introduce uh, interviewed the lady from uh, Kentucky. If you remember her, oh. and she was a Tom Brady fan. And man, I thought she was going to let go of one right there, you know, because she was all over Tom. That wasn't the gal with the small teeth. Was no, it? that wasn't the gal with the small teeth. And then remember the guy we st- stepped out into. The, what happened when we stepped out into the uh, aisle to uh, uh, to interview? Well, what the, happened? So this guy, so this guy that was working there, he he came up and he's like, he goes, you can't you can't videotape in here. I mean, there's a thousand cameras everywhere. That's what this is about, right? You're you're interviewing people. It's it's for TV and it's also for the radios and stuff. So right and below us, Tom Brady was being interviewed by you know all yeah, these exactly. And so we <laughs> we had this tiny little <laughs> hand camera and I had it on my I had it on my hand for a second because Marty was talking to the gal that had itsy bitsy tiny little teeth, and um and so he um he uh the guy <laughs> I turned the camera on him and he he like he, you would have thought you had a gun and you were gonna shoot him. He puts both of his arms up Crossing. in front of his face to block the camera. Yeah. He put a cross, <laughs> big cross of arms, to like to stop it. He said, stop. <laughs> and then, so we interview the guy. Remember what the guy he was so, a Raiders, so I got Raiders the camera. Fan. He was a Raiders fan, and he's got on his Razor, Raiders jersey, and you start to interview him. And one of the very first questions that you asked him was, and this guy was, he was, he was so excited to be on, and on he, the radio. Right, his brain was his all brain scrambled. Was, it was scrambled, but so we can't dog him too much. But you, the, one of the first questions was, who was your all-time favorite Raiders player? And what did he tell you? <laughs> Roger Staubach. <laughs> guy was about 6'5". You're 250 pounds, right? And then we go through that interview. <laughs> and then when we're walking up in the uh, concourse area and looking for other people to interview, what happened? He come chasing us down. The same guy came chasing. Hey, guys, I am really sorry. I, didn't <laughs> I was mean nervous. To screw- I was nervous. I didn't mean to say that and screw that up like that for you. No, no. We can't say you're all right. You're all right, dude. It was fine. Oh it was fine. This is what this is all about, getting people in real Live situations, but that was funny as heck. Roger Stallback. Uh, <laughs> for those of you that aren't football fans, he was a Dallas Cowboy quarterback, <laughs> not an Oakland Raider. But we, uh, we, and I remember um, after Mike and Mike, we were, uh, there was, you know, there's people all over in Indianapolis that were volunteering to, um, to, uh, help, to help out. Mm-hmm. And they had, all of them had the, you know, nice coat, the nice, uh, uh, Super Bowl coat on. So there was one gal. She's about our age. She's cute as can be. And um, I said, uh, I said, hey, how you doing? What's your name? And she said, um, and she was just this this cute little white gal. She's probably about forty. And uh, she goes, oh, my name's Shaniqua. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I said, I said, uh, wait a minute. So I said. Uh, were you were you on a poll last night? I mean, come on, what's your real name? Yeah. And she's like, uh, Shaniqua. And she's like, I don't think my husband would appreciate that. And I'm like, your name is not Shaniqua, okay? I'm like, you're white as a daisy. And uh, so so we talked to her. We talked to, to Mike uh, Golick and Mike Greensburg of ESPN. That was fun. And um, 
and then we interviewed people on the street. Then we went into Crown Plaza. We interviewed the dentist. We interviewed mm-hmm. the the little gal, itsy like tiny, tiny, and she was probably thirty, but her teeth were so tiny. Her teeth were like the size of a five year old. Yeah, she was like yeah, like a, a toddler's teeth. And she told us that she was like her aspiration in life was to go play in the World Series po- uh, poker in Vegas. Right. I wonder if she ever did. You know what was interesting was is I kind of had a thing for her. Oh, no. I thought she was... <laughs> we, she wanted to get into our uh, but, our poker game. Did, yeah. But I never did invite her. Yeah, I know. And that's too bad. So, yeah. I just so everybody knows, Marty is... Uh, he's very hard... He's, he's very busy, but he's very hard to pin down. So, I literally... Uh, completely, with 100% deceit, lured him into my recording studio in my house because we're, tonight we're going to go see the Black Keys um, play music. And so I had everything set up, and uh, Brian and I kind of talked about this earlier. And I had everything set up, and I literally hit record and just started asking Marty right now. So Marty, my apologies, but let me tell you something. Marty is one of the funniest people I know, and I hope that uh, one day we can Brian and I can actually have him tell us some of his stories growing up in Indianapolis. They lived on the south side and uh, went to, what's the Catholic uh, Catholic school you went to down there? St. Catharines. St. Catharines. Yeah. And Marty drove me around there um, about two months ago, and he was pointing out this happened here in, the, in this neighborhood and this happened here. And um, So, yeah, and Marty's got a great family. There's, a, you know, a huge family, and there's they're all south siders. Everybody knows them. So hopefully, Marty, hopefully we, you know, hopefully you'll entertain, have an idea, you know, maybe come on here with Brian and I sometime. I mean, yeah, on fun, I'd like, I don't mind sharing a few things, but, you know, I'm pretty quiet and reserved. I mean, let me say private, not quiet. Private, yeah. I'm, I'm not quiet at all. Right. Private, I don't tell too much stuff of right. what happened in the past. Right. Some of it's pretty questionable. Unless it's cheeseburger harmonica in the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. There's a, there's a lot of cool stuff that's went on in my life, I can tell you that. <laughs> But all right, well, thanks, Marty. We'll uh, we'll um, we'll we'll try to coerce you into to being on one of our episodes. So the, what we're going to do now is we're going to transition right back into the podcast with Brian Burns and Brian Robinson. And Brian, uh, why don't you go ahead and start out and give us the sponsors, okay? So the sponsorship today is you know typically we we're going to have this sponsor um, for the during the winter months because that's really when they. You know their press is going to be best because that's when they they get their bit their busiest. Um, but talking to the guys down there at the shop, you know, and they do they listen to a lot of our our podcasts and programs. I thought it was fitting, you know, why wait? You know, why even why even bother and wait? Um, it's an outfit there though. It's going to pull you straight out of the out of the uh, the ditch. It's going to, you know, get you if you're in a pickle. I guess is what we say. If there's a pickle, if you're getting a pickle, you just give these guys a call down there. Camel Towing um, is the outfit, and uh, they'll uh, their motto is when it's wedged in tight, we'll ball her on out. So, <laughs> if you, so if you get in, if you get in a pickle, you <clears throat> need someone to tow her out. Get give Jerry a call down at Camel Towing, <laughs> and uh, like he says, if it's in the ditch or it's wedged in tight, they're gonna pop her and pull her on out. So uh, their number is right there on the website. Go ahead and give them a call when you're in a pickle. Call th- Camel Towing. Robbie, didn't you didn't you uh, use that two weeks ago? Camel Towing down there in Phoenix. I believe I did. That was who got me. Uh, oh, it's, pulled me yeah. off the side of the road. Where are they originated that down there? Out of Flagstaff. 
Uh, Camel, and then in Phoenix on Camelback Road. I know they got a big operation down there in Camelback. Yeah. Camelback Road. But they had... Isn't that where you met Jerry when you were going to school up in Flagstaff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry was... Yeah, Jerry was just a... He, he actually did not make it all the way through college. Um. So when once he... Uh, once he got shuffled on out, he got this business going. He had a little truck. He had a 1970. Uh, it was one of those old Dodge, those old Ram Chargers, and uh, he had a he had a, a a hitch on the back of that that wasn't it it wasn't removable. It was just welded to the back of that thing that stuck out about about oh I don't know two and a half feet out of the back end. And he would just take a big old towing rope and he could pull anyone out of there. <laughs> he built that Everprise from that tow rope, huh? Now we as we we I wanted to transition into um we Brian when we were talking with Alicia with the trib, um he this 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 story came to Brian uh, I I didn't I didn't even know this story but uh she she seemed like we told her we put on this on this uh, episode but um it's yeah. uh it's about I I want to I want Brian to t- tell the story and Robinson I don't know if you know this but if not pipe in there all right <clears throat> so this one got this one was touch and go for a while there. I really thought that um, there was going to be a casualty, and, and when we talked about it the other day, it just it came to my mind. I'm thinking, you know, what was something that happened that was was uh, traumatic and a negative effect on me? So again, uh, I pulled through this thing, but it didn't happen real easy. And what happened was there was my so my grandmother. They had the they had the funeral home, okay? and and in that little area and brian robinson was right down the street from us but in that area they had a bunch of friends there was nick and lucy was right across the street there was geraldine was across the street back across the alley was Catherine, and these were all friends of my uh my grandparents but on the corner down the alley on the corner there was a gal that lived down there greatest nicest old lady she'd give you anything you wanted her name was best frary can I, can I, can I, wait, can I say, can I just pipe in and tell a couple of things about Brett Best? Um, just mm-hmm. to kind of paint a picture. She was a sweet lady. She, she had, uh, look, you know, most of the houses in Cut Bank, very modest. Hers was no different. She lived in the alley behind us. She was blind. <clears throat> and Grandma Mary used to take care of her, take her down to get her hair done and stuff. But her, um, I never knew him because I think he died before we were born. But, her husband was, um, he was an oil tycoon worth millions of dollars and forever, maybe still the top 10 people that, uh, uh, from the senior class, the top 10 students would get a, I think it was either a full ride scholarship or $10,000 or something. Jed. I mean, that, Jed, Jed, Jed Furry. Jed Furry, yep. Mm-hmm. Was it Jess or Jed? Jed, I believe. Oh, I just remember well, the we never bulldog always barking at me. <laughs> <laughs> You we would cut, we would, yeah, we'd cut through that yard, and that for you know what was crazy about that? We would cut through that yard all the time, and I'd go through there, and that dog would not even sniff at me. But when old Robinson's feet started shuffling through there, that dog was right on those feet, <laughs> nipping away at it. Those bare feet, right? <laughs> yeah, bare feet, no, nipping on the ankles. ankles. Well, this was in the summer when this happened, and it was, I had a a buddy who had fireworks because there was a little fireworks stand right out there. You get across that bridge, you go up that hill towards Seville Flats, and uh, there was a fireworks stand up there. 
well, this guy got me a couple of M80s, okay? Now, I've heard of M80s, didn't, wasn't really too familiar with it. As far as I'm concerned, it was just an oversized firecracker. And uh, so I thought, well, I'm going to give these babies a whirl. And I had, for some reason, I was by myself. I don't know what the, you know, everyone, where everyone else is at. Point. Oh, I was probably 10 years old, you know, right in there. Stick of dynamite or whatever, ate the stick of dynamite. <laughs> it's a, yeah. Okay. So here's what happened. Bess had these two trees that sat right in the corner of her yard. Oh, yeah. And I'd always go hunker down in there and you could, it was a good place to hide or, you know, whatever. So I thought, well, no one's going to know in here. I'm just going to let these babies, I'm going to, I'm going to light one of these and then just kind of see what it's all about. Once I get under the tree, I'm like, what's the point in lighting one? I mean, let's just wrap, you just twist those fuses together and you let them rip. Okay. How many did you tie together? There's two M80s here. Okay. They're red and they had the extended fuse on there. So I just wrapped those babies around and fired her up and that fuse just started, you know, just started ripping. I think it was a quick fuse. And so I went barreling out of there down the alley and I didn't get 15 feet down that alley. And this thing went off and it reported probably just a fraction of a second after each other. So it sounded like, a, boom, boom. I mean, it sounded like, <laughs> like a cannon and Ooh. I could feel, I could feel the, the, percussion from this thing when i was going down the alley and it shook oh. the place like the the pine tree that the two pine trees that i was under the pine the needles just started shaking off of there <laughs> and it, so i get i go racing down the alley and i get to my grandma's uh so it's probably what is that that's probably 20 yards down that alley there yeah not too I far vote, not very far at all so i come when i get into the backyard there's mary burns and she's got that apron on, and she looks like, I mean, she is frantically scared. <laughs> Jack, Jack Burns comes blowing out of the funeral home. And so when I, <laughs> when I realize, when I realize how much, you know, what's going on, I just, I just slowed right down to a small walk, right? <laughs> like I did, I, I was running, but I figured if I came in that backyard running, well, I just go to a walk. And Jack Burns thought that, the, you know, that he was back in Korea. And he was getting, he was under heavy shell fire. Or W2. So, or W2. You, you know, he just figured he was taking, he needed to take cover. Well, I just walked in. They said, did you hear that? What was that? And of course, me being Mr. Smooth, I said, I didn't hear nothing. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't anyone within seven blocks that didn't hear it. And they said it was like, sound like an explosion. Well, he just ran straight past me and went into the alley. And I just kept walking straight forward into that house. I went and sat down at that kitchen table. Pretty soon, here come the fire department. I could hear the sirens coming from a long oh, ways away. No. Fire department, Best Frary. So they figured it out. Best Frary called my, you know, had called my grandmother, asking her what it was. But she was starting to have heart palpitations. Like Dave thought that Best was going to be gone, done. The ambulance was there. The fire department was there. And I just sat there in that kitchen with my head looking straight down at that map. And people were raced around me. It was like an anthill. And I kept asking them. I said, so, so what was it? What was it? And they said, we don't know. We think a gas line exploded. So now they got the gas. They got the, uh, they got the gas company down. They're looking down all in the sewage areas. And Grandpa Jack said, oh, it sounded like cannon fire. Well, it wasn't oh. cannon fire, but he goes, it sounded like a cannon fire, a cannon shot. I sat in that, I sat in that kitchen 
for two and a half hours, just absolutely sweating, thinking that that best furry may not have made it through this thing. But again, the, my number one concern was my was getting caught. Now I knew that there were maybe a life on the line here, and I knew I knew that there was. <laughs> I knew that, that someone could be physically injured, but I was thinking, I just can't get caught on this deal. And once you light that thing and let it, and when that explosion happened, there ain't no getting her back. But I say for three city blocks, they were casing that area out looking for like a fire, like a, or a gas line exploded or have any got, type of report. I got one question. What was that French bulldog doing the whole time? <laughs> you want to know something? I don't know if I saw that French bulldog again after that. <laughs> he might not have made it. He, his I remember, heart might have went. What was Catherine's last name? Was it Costello? Yep. Yep. So Catherine Costello came out there. She was racing around there too. Well, after about the two and a half hour mark, right? I figured it's okay, coast is clear. I'm gonna go ahead and come on out of the house here and start working my way around the neighborhood and see exactly, you know, what happened. Best was fine. Okay, I got the word that best. Just best feeling made it things out it. a little. Just feeling things out at this Just point. Not. Huh? Well, I so I head back to the scene of the crime, of course, like what I had to see, going back there because they didn't. I don't think they looked under the tree. Why? Well, I went back under that tree, and there was probably about. It looked like someone had dropped a bowling ball on the ground right there. Like in, if you dropped a bowling ball into mud, and you can imagine the impression that it would leave. That's about what it was. But before I got to that tree, Catherine Costello was walking out there. And so now I now I had a little spring in my step, knowing every, everything was clear. And so I asked Catherine, I says, Catherine, what, you know, did you hear that? And she goes, I just about, she goes, I was out there pulling the weeds out of them carrots. So Catherine must have been about 10 feet from me when I let this thing go. And she was down on her knees in that garden, pulling the weeds out of the carrots. She said it blew her straight on her back. So she was on her hands and knees, pulling the weeds out of the carrot. And she said, when that thing went off, all she remembers is being flat on her back with her legs and knees in the air. <laughs> and she was a nice lady, too. She must, I mean, from where her garden was, she was probably 10 feet from that explosion. Maybe 15 feet from that thing when that thing went off. Hey, can you imagine? She was just as old. What are they, probably in their 70s? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Feel the shake. She All she said goes, it absolutely blew me on my back. <laughs> Sounds from the ground is what she heard. <laughs> yeah, darn right. So there was almost a casualty there, but um, you know, the best way to find out, you know, if you have a question about something, you just let you let it rip. Well, that that did not always that did, almost went south for me. But M80s are loud, guys. If you're gonna light oh. one, I say do one at a time. They're loud, uh, like uh, like Doctor Don said. He goes, you might got a little pyro in you. You know, I was thinking a little about touch of the pyromania. A little touch of the pyromania. Um, when you said Catherine Costello, I was thinking about all the all the great names when we grew up in Cut Bank with the the alliteration Catherine Costello, Salty Snake, Doogie Denton. I mean, think about how great those names are. Nell Quigley. Uh, <laughs> there's what is it? Uh, Nick and Lucy. Who? Yeah. It was Nichols. Nick and Lucy. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna what was have... her last name Brian Nichols. <laughs> oh, Nick Nichols. Nichols. Yeah, they lived right across the street from me. Nick Nicholine. I mean, but uh, you know what? We should probably. I'm. This just came to mind, but I'm thinking, at the end of the year, we should have 
we should have our listeners vote and you get you guys can email us and let us know at small town shenanigans uh small town shenanigans at yahoo.com but we could have we could have the nell quigley um a, you know annual uh, awards of the the stories that people like the best no i mean nell quigley is really kind of she's kind of a legend now isn't she she's a catalyst yeah that i mean we've gotten a lot of great feedback on 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 that story and i think that you know like i said i felt horrible about doing that but that story's had had uh, the ripple effect and it could be one of the great you know her and doogie danton and eddie jensen the uh, <laughs> sidewalker they call him the sidewalker and and uh he's still combing it he's still combing the streets i think so company's got such a great personality which i'm sure every town across america has their little corners and and people that people remember and things that have some staying power but i think Cupping montana's got a lot of staying power to this day oh yes and so if you didn't hear uh nell quigley is on episode one and there's we're probably gonna end up, you know have just like the ESPN has the SBs. We'll probably have the Quigleys, the Nell Quigleys. <laughs> you got the SBs, you got the Dundies, and you got the Quigleys. <laughs> okay, so that wraps up this episode of Small Town Shenanigans. Again, we appreciate all of our um, listeners. And you can email us at smalltownshenanigans at yahoo.com. And maybe you'll be on our next episode. So with that said, as we always wrap up, don't forget... Every shenanigan must transcend. Mm-hmm.